Everybody, welcome to another Kayak Bass Nation Radio or K- Kayak Bass Radio. New Friday here on with KBN. Uh, last week we talked about how to get on and listen to the show. You can listen to it on Podbean. You can click the link to get shared over to social media. There's an actual embedded player on the Kayak Bass Nation website where you can jump in there and listen to. Kayak Bass Radio Live. It's just something we're trying to do on Fridays at the lunch hour. Kind of the benefit of me working from home sometimes. I can slide on here and eat a sandwich and talk about a little kayak fishing at lunch. Uh, Kind of preview the weekend coming up. And we're trying to reach out and talk to local and regional tournament directors from across the country and put a little more spotlight on them uh, before their events take place. Uh, This week, I was able to get a hold of Josh Booth, who runs a, a one of the fastest growing national series, the all American kayak series also is president of Moyak, which is kind of sneaky, become one of the biggest clubs in the country and not sneaky around here, but maybe nationally. Uh, so Josh, I just saw him come in to the, to the lobby there. Josh, can you hear me, man? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sliding in here today. This is something new we're trying to do kind of put a little more of a spotlight on some of these clubs around the country that don't get enough love. I don't think so. Moyak is an impressive group and you've done, big things with them. I've been following them for years and years. Obviously you guys are real close to where I'm at and you know, I'm mm-hmm. friends with Eric and knew what you guys were doing back in the day when Eric and Richie and you were all involved then. And you've just taken it to new heights over the years. So thanks for coming here. Talk to me for a minute, man. Yeah. Thanks for doing the show. I think it's a great idea to get people's voices out there and that may maybe people don't even really know about. Yeah. So t- yeah. T- tell me a little bit about, you know, Moyak. I know you guys don't have an event this weekend, but you got a huge one coming up the weekend after. So just tell me about Moyak's history and, and what you've been able to do with it. Uh, Moyak was started by a group of guys back in uh, 2015. Uh, Eric, you know, Hanson, like you mentioned before, got it off and rolling. And uh, after a couple years, you know, being a tournament director is not easy. Life gets in the way sometimes. So I kind of took the reins from there and uh, really devoted myself to it full time. Uh, you know, I don't have a full time job. I'm actually on disability, so I had nothing to do with myself or my time. So I just loved the sport of kayak fishing once I started tournament fishing. And so I just kind of used what I had learned from traveling and fishing the trail series across, you know, the Midwest. And, you know, back in the day, it was only KBF. But uh, I just kind of applied what I saw from different organizations. And say, I thought, you know, hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to try this. Or, hey, that's a good idea. I could do that. And kind of just put it all together and we've got some great water and some great anglers. It's just kind of blown up on me. Yeah. It's unbelievable, man. Do you guys, if I saw your membership, right, you're way up in the hundred. Are you close to 200 now? Like 150, 200 members? Paid uh, members? Last I checked, we we're at one, 186. Yeah. Uh, unreal. It's, and that's, so, that's paid membership. So those are guys that are wanting to chase after the AOI race. So, right. So uh, what is your attendance looking like the first couple of events? You guys going to be pushing the 150 mark for each event? Boy, it's it's possible. Last year we opened on Table Rock and we had 111, and uh, we're right around the same as we were last year as far as membership goes. Maybe a little bit more, but I, yeah, I think I th- we'll definitely be over 100. I think we'll hit 100 for sure. Everybody's also excited for that first one of the year. That's usually the biggest one every year. Now, it seems to be. Is your kickoff uh, going to be the, the the event next weekend? The the triple triple dip. Yep, that'll be our. That's our season opener. We were actually oh, supposed yeah. to start earlier in the year on a 
well, April 9th, I believe it was, but uh, Johnny Morris had other plans. He kind of took over Table Rock for that reason. <laughs> so, so was that the reason. World Fishing Fair or whatever? Yeah, they had some super tournament or something. I don't know if like 300 boats or it was, it was stupid. So we had to change our schedule. I kind of bowed down to Bass Pro. Kind of got to do that. Whatever Johnny Morris wants, Johnny Morris uh, gets. Yes, he does, that. especially in this area. <laughs> That's how it goes. So I'm actually really sad. I love Table Rock. I've had some success up on Table Rock, and I'm going to miss that one because I'm going to the Bass Open Series on Ufala. But your Moyak's actually partnering with NSKA and All American Series plus Moyak. So there's going to be a lot of anglers. You guys could push 150, 200 for this one. I think it's it's possible. I mean, I don't know if they'll all sign up for all three events, but yeah, we could definitely see 150 guys at this event. I know NSK is wanting to break their attendance record, so they're going to piggyback on y'all and hopefully say, hey, that was an SK event too. We got up there in 100. Something. Yeah, they probably could have. I've seen that there's several Moyak guys that already signed up for the NSK tournament. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, tell us, I know we're talking to Moyak, but you also run the All-American Series. Um, how's that been going so far this year? And I think Table Rock could be your biggest event ever. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, what I've been thinking all year long, sign-ups been kind of slow right now as far as getting people to sign up. They seem to still like to wait till the last minute since we don't have a registration deadline. So it's kind of a double-edged sword there. But anyway, uh, yeah, I was, I'm hopeful we'll have some numbers there. It, it, the numbers have been lower than I expected this year, honestly. Uh, I think it has to do with the gas prices, and it's not quite as easy to travel and do this stuff like it was a year or two ago. Right. Uh, and, and we'll, we'll go back to the Moyak part. You talk about gas prices, um, local clubs during COVID and now with the gas prices are kind of experiencing a, a boom on top of a boom just because of that. People are more apt if they want to compete, they're going to stay a little closer to home. Huh? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think they're going to, I mean, you've also got the new crowd coming in you've also got people that maybe can't afford to travel anymore. So they've just got to pick something. So they're going to pick their local club trail or maybe one of the national trail series to fish, but it's not like we can just do everything anymore. You know, and you guys do one. Yeah. You, you guys do one thing with Moyak that I wish we kind of had going here in Arkansas, which is you're not like most of the clubs in Arkansas and most States, I guess, uh, like ours here, NSK Northwest Arkansas, we're all, we're kind of locked into this geographic area here. As far as where we do tournaments, they're all basically within an hour of, of, uh, Springdale Fayetteville. Um, but you guys get, get out a little bit. I mean, I know you're over, uh, Kimberling City, Branson area, right? But you guys have tournaments on the the west side of the state. You go up a little north, Lake Lozarks, over to to Stockton. So does that help your attendance? You think being more of a statewide yeah, series, or I, at I least the it, southern half? Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, I, I live in Joplin, so I'm all right on the corner. But most of these lakes are all within an hour and a half, two hours of my house. And I think it's that case for a lot of people, except the ones that live up way up north or out real far out east. But we have a lot of great lakes here. I mean, like you mentioned, Stockton and Truman Lake, Table Rock, Bull Shoals is, you know, kind of in Arkansas too, and Palm de Terre. So, we, so we've already got the lakes and the water there. So there's anglers that are already there fishing and they're getting into kayak fishing too. So I think that definitely helps. And having these lakes, big, big lakes, I mean, compared to, you know, some of the other clubs I've talked to from the Midwest, they fish on small, small lakes to me. I mean, I consider that small. To me, Table Rock's kind of normal. And that's kind of what we have here in Moyak. We just got all these well actually there's six or seven of them that we can rotate on so we've got a lot of good fishing water to choose from yeah that's that's awesome and, and like i said i wish we have a lot of really good clubs here in arkansas but i think if we kind of narrowed them down a little bit and had a little more reach per per event like out 
into uh, central part of the state and and uh, over on the northeast side of the state and had one series that kind of touched all that. I don't. I used to be afraid that would affect attendance, but watching Morak Moyak, I don't think it does. People are willing to travel a couple hours to fish. Uh, yeah, different if, water than yeah, cycling the same stuff. You know. Yep, I think they would prefer to do that than fish on the same water over and over again. Dang it, Josh! Giving me ideas. I don't. I don't want to drag tournaments again, but you never know. Uh, uh, you don't want to get back into that, do you? <laughs> no, I, work. I like running my mouth on this microphone a little. It's a little easier <laughs> than running tournaments. You guys, are, I mean, it's it is a sometimes thankless job, but it's it's also an awesome job to see your your work yeah. come together and see these events get pulled off. So it is it is, it is a yeah. thrill, man. It is rewarding. I mean, that's kind of what's got me going right now. Is I, you know, putting guys ask me well how come you don't fish anymore don't you miss fishing i'm like well yeah but i also like putting on a good event too seeing a, a successful tournament go off is rewarding too just like going out and catching a good fish it's kind of hard yeah. to explain but you know when you put so much time and energy into organizing everything and then it goes off it's it's a, it's a victory yeah it, it, i talked to kyle about the, kyle long about that i said it's almost like a different side of competition you kind of compete with yourself and you want to you know you treat the event almost like a competition making sure it goes right Mm -hmm. like you know you don't want to be uh if your name's on it you don't want to be have a have a messy event have a messed up registration messed up fish picks you want everything to be smooth if you're kind of a a a competitive person now that you're competing with other clubs but at the same time seeing the success of moyak pushes the the success of nsk i'm sure the oklahoma guys want to try to be up to par with arkansas and, and missouri as well so you know, as a tournament director, even if you're not fishing, you're still competing a little bit with yourself and with, with other clubs trying to kind of raise the bar. Yeah. And that gets stressful too. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the average uh, expectancy of a tournament director is, how long they can pull it off of running a club. Like three, I don't know, man. I did it for a long time. They lose yeah, I did it for hair. a long time, dude. And, and I, I passed the baton off and, you know, it's cool to see other people be able to run with it, but yeah, maybe someday I'll get to do that too. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I mean, a lot of people love it and do it forever, and, and you do a great job. So you know, if it's a passion and you really like putting the events together, it's it's uh, you know, hats off to you, man. And I, and there's there's something else that I don't know if you guys are doing it with Moyak. I hope you're doing it with all American series. Is tournament directors and judges ought to be compensated in some way because it's you know, it's a yeah. lot of work. It shouldn't just be volunteer work. When yeah, we, for sure. And I mean, some of the judges on the on the Tourney X group, they're paying a hundred, hundred and fifty bucks a tournament just to get somebody to judge. So there's definitely some value there to it. Yeah. yeah not I to mean, mention all the time that goes into it. I mean, when you're like a you know, like when we were smaller, you know, 30, 40 guys fishing in a tournament, it's not that hard to pull, work with. It's not that hard to organize. It's not that much work involved. Right. I mean, even back in the day when we just like meet up at the ramp and you know, old school exchange SD cards and cash and Ooh, stuff like yeah. that, you know, back then. But, uh, oh, I got off track thinking about the past. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's when you should have got paid, dude. The SD card thing. That, that oh, was, uh, yeah, that was, that was when checking or weigh-ins took like three hours of waiting in line to get your photos looked at. But, uh, yeah, I, I once you get bigger though, you really have to put a lot of time and, and effort into it. Uh, you know, it's like the website we got going on, uh, our webmaster Troy Inky, he he does all that, you know, basically out of pocket, and that that's a big cost right there, you know, paying somebody to run your websites and stuff like that. You know, I'm not a techie person; I can't do all that myself. And right, as far as the organizing, the time goes, I, I spend a lot of time in my office working on this, so I treat it like a full time job. 
Yeah, amazing stuff. Well, well, man, take thanks for taking a few minutes to slide in here and talk a little moyak and talk a little kayak fishing. Uh, tell everybody because this is going to replay. It's live now, but it'll replay later on the the audio podcast where they can find stuff about moyak. Uh, yeah, check us out on our website at moyakfishingseries.com. And if anybody wants to learn more about the All American Midwest Series, uh, that's at uh, allamericankayakseries.com. There we go, man. Appreciate you, man. And I'll be watching from Alabama. See what you guys pull off on the on the twenty third. Thanks, man, and good luck down there. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, there you have it, guys. Josh Booth from from Moyak, one of the one of the best clubs, one of the most well run clubs in the country. I uh, appreciate him sliding by Kayak Bash Radio. Talk with us for a minute. Uh, we'll touch on a few things before we wrap this up. We try to go twenty minutes or so on the on these Kayak Bash Radio Friday lunchtime editions, but we can't talk can't talk on this Friday without talking about the Hobie Bass Open Series sellout that just happened. Uh, the Susquehanna event opened today, and I think it sold out within six minutes. I'm not going to that one, so I didn't have to fight the the crowd, so to speak. But it sold out in six minutes, uh, even with Hobie's new refund policy. They they started a new policy where to to prevent the buy now decide later crowd from coming in there and taking up spots and, and preventing the planning that it requires to go to some of these events where if you, you know, if you pay for an event and back out the week before it's hard to fill that spot because who can take off work and plan and get a house or a hotel or whatever the week before. So well done on changing the refund policy, but even with that, their event sold out in a blink of an eye. So someday, someday if they go back I'd, or any tournament series goes back, I'd like to get to the Susky up there, but not this year for me. Um, I'll be curious to go back and look at the group page and see who, who lights up uh, the world about forgetting to set their alarm or forgot to check in or whatever. So good stuff over there. Uh, of course, this weekend it is Bass, uh, Bassmaster Kayak Series Grand Lake event is tomorrow. Uh, the weather is changing, as, as you can expect, right before a big tournament. But it's been pretty nice this week, and today there's a front blowing through. It's still pretty warm, but there's going to be storms tonight, much colder tomorrow with a little rain tomorrow. So I don't know what that's going to do to the fish over there. I'm in the event, uh, so I'm hoping that uh, they stay up shallow and stay locked on beds if they already were, or at least up there planning to get on beds so we can target those fish up and in behind the docks and, and catch them shallow because that's my favorite way to do it. But it's going to be a fun event either way. The registration was a little bit down. I think maybe that was because of the, the strange rules that the GRDA puts on kayaks for Grand Lake. Um, I really wish they would change that. I haven't fished Grand Lake, but one time just because of those rules, but I went over there to pre-fish uh, two weeks ago, I guess it was, and really, really liked the lake. It should hold more kayak events. There's a lot of launches on there. It's a, it's a cool lake to fish. So hopefully GRDA can get up into this century and, and update the rules and, and more clubs, local clubs and national uh, series can host events there. That'd be fantastic uh last weekend there wasn't a whole lot of national stuff going on but there was a kbf event out on the potomac uh they had a pretty good turnout out there let's see if i can get this tab pulled up or i can see it uh one of my old town teammates ryan nye won the trail series event day one trail two alex fioka won that and the overall pro series i only think there was 20 something people in the pro series but tyler sweet won the pro series so good on you tyler uh, and the big bass was a 20 and a quarter inch bass in the Potomac. I don't know if the Potomac's known for giants, but hey, the 20, 20 and a quarter cast check. So there you go. Um, the post of the week, the thread of the week on the group page had to be 
over on the KBN group page had to be Todd Patrick sharing his response to that Lucas oil commercial. It's an old, old Lucas oil commercial for those that hadn't seen it. You can go over to the kayak bass nation group page and find it. Uh, somebody shared the actual commercial and what the heck's going on with these boats, swamping kayaks and all this. It was just an old commercial that I thought was just kind of goofy and funny. No big deal. And then Todd, bless his heart. I really, really like Todd. Todd's a good dude, but he shared a, private message that he sent to lucas oil complaining about that and the thread went off the rails quick there was nearly 300 comments maybe over 300 comments now uh of all sorts and types uh saying man don't do that you're making us kayak anglers like soft what are you doing uh but good on todd he stood by his post didn't delete it left it up there had it even responded to people's comments uh he feels as if lucas oil was sliding kayakers with that that commercial i don't really feel that way i just thought it was a silly joke but anyway that was that was the post of the week over from the group page as always we appreciate everybody checking into the quick edition of kayak bass radio lunchtime live audio uh session here this will be available on the podcast later if you would like to come on here with your local club and talk a little bit of of kayak fishing at lunchtime or once your events uh promoted here just send an event your your dates and information to the kayak bass nation facebook messenger just slide in those dms and send us a message i can read those on fridays and try to get you a few more participants on that following saturday um and like i said we'd love to talk to your local tournament directors about what your local club has going on because kayak fishing you know people throw the term grassroots around a lot but it's a grassroots sport none of the national stuff would exist without the local stuff getting people involved it's grown from the bottom up not the top down so the local local tournaments are where it's at and local tournament directors out there doing the work to make sure that we all have a place to start and and to stay and, and fish and keep our skills sharp in between some of these big national tournaments that seem to get all the headlines so thanks for all you do out there tds uh thanks for everybody for listening to this Hope everybody has a great weekend. I'm going to go get some, finish up lunch and get ready for Grand Lake. And we'll talk to you all next Friday.